The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks for joining me. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, a little article I saw. Um, it was in a New York Times originally, then reprinted in Media Buyer and Planner Today. But you didn't know that existed, right? Media Buyer and Planner Today. Anyway, the article's by Andrew Adam Newman, and it's around Nabisco. Um, Nabisco is a subsid- uh, subsidiary of uh, Kraft Foods, and um, they're coming out with a whole new campaign around Newton. Well, they're calling it Newton now. It's You may know them by Fig Newtons, one of my favorite cookies. Love them, and I actually like the figs, but that's the problem. Um, and that's why they've dropped the fig from the Fig Newton. Um, apparently, it's too geriatric-sounding. Hmm. Anyway, the new advertising campaign is highlighting uh, new fruit flavors of Newtons as well as Fruit Thins. Apparently, Fruit Thins has actually been the savior of the brand, really allowing them to to bounce back after seeing uh, four year-over-year declines in sales and market share. But apparently, they went out and they did a bunch of research, uh, and they did it with boomers. And uh, what they found was pretty interesting. One, the whole geriatric idea around figs. A lot of people don't like figs, don't like the taste of it. So to align the brand with that kind of you know, dislike isn't probably good. And, uh, but on a plus side, a lot of consumers also associated the brand with real fruit, and that's really what they see as a benefit. So what's interesting is um, Newton is actually kind of uh, going to be repositioning this cookie and, and trying to market it more as a healthy option. And, and specifically market it to boomers. And I am a huge fan of boomer marketing. It doesn't happen enough. They have disposable income. They're a huge segment of population that goes undermarketed too. And so I think this is a brilliant move. Um, I think it is going to be challenging to position a cookie as a health snack, but the fact is, they're known already as being real fruit-based, so that gives them a leg up. Uh, but I love the fact that it's a cookie and it's not aimed at kids. Uh, what's interesting, too, is Kraft is also going to feature Newtons, not just in the cookie aisle, but in standalone displays at um, in the produce sections of major retailers, and that includes Walmart. So anyway, very, very fascinating. Check it out at a realtor near you, definitely at Walmart, maybe some other 
retailers, see if you can find the Newtons outside the cookie aisle. Well, our purse profile today is the Bumble Bag Mama. Uh, this is a mom of a newborn, late 20s, early 30s, stay at home or working part-time, household income of more than 60 k She is uh, interested in a lot of things, including healthy foods, toys and games for her child, and parenting magazines. More than 2 million of these women out there interested in fashion but seeking value, hunting you know, for specials or bargains, and coupons actually get her into stores that she normally doesn't shop in. But she does head right to the clearance rack when she's at that store. Um, she will shop around when it comes to having to purchase expensive items. And she, of course, puts her family first, especially if she's that new, new mom. Uh, she does love to have control over people and resources, but she will indulge those children. So where is she shopping? Babies are Us, Gap, uh, The Limited, Express, Crate and Barrel, Williams-Sonoma. She's driving, of course, some vans, including uh, Hondas and GMC, Subaru, and Volvo. Um, she is reading a lot of parenting magazines, as you might imagine, imagine parenting as well as Parents Magazine, uh, Marie Claire, Working Mother, uh, Better Homes and Garden, and Style are also tops with her. And she's online in a lot of the places you would expect, FamilySun.com, iVillage, Amazon, eBay, and Disney. Well, my guests today are experts in the mom category. Vera Holroyd and Blima Bershad are the folks behind Mom Focus Marketing. They actually met in grad school, and then they uh, created this whole consultancy around their biggest passions, marketing and being moms. And of course, they consult on the primary consumer decision maker, mom. We're going to be talking a little bit about what's hot in the mom uh, marketplace these days and some trends that they're looking at in the back half of the year and for next year. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691. keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guests today are two women I've had on before, and I'm thrilled to have them back on. Vera Holroyd and uh, Blima Burchad from Mom Focus Marketing are back in the seat today. Um, they actually uh, united over their two biggest passions, marketing and being moms. And that's how Mom Focus Marketing was born. It is a consultancy focused on, of course, the primary consumer decision maker. We know who that is, right, ladies? It's the mom. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Well, you know, we were just talking, and we, it was about this time last year you were on the show for the first time. I couldn't believe it. We were, we were chatting about how we were doing research for this show and noticed that it was almost a year, well, I guess a year and a month ago um, that mm-hmm. you were here, and I'm so excited you're back. Last time you were here, we talked about a ton of stuff, uh, mom, word of mouth, recommendation blogs, you know, mom-focused online entities, so much stuff that we covered so my expectations are high for this show. <laughs> Good. We'll try to do our best. I'm sure, yeah, well, you guys will you'll do awesome. I'm not concerned about that at all. But for those people who maybe don't know about Mom-Focused Marketing or didn't catch the show last year, just bring us all up to speed about what you do there. Great. So as you said, we're a specialized marketing consultancy, and we have one focus. We help businesses optimize their marketing to moms, and we do that with services that run across a very wide range, and we have some very unique proprietary tools that we implement for our clients. And the types of things that we do, we develop and execute research to help brands understand moms. We help re-engineer existing marketing materials to clearly speak to her, We brainstorm and test new product concepts. We develop new promotions and really so much more depending on the specific needs of our clients at that time. Yeah, you do. You are able to pretty much do anything and everything for your clients when it comes to mom. And I know mom force is something that I would love to talk about. Talk a little bit about how you use mom force. Yeah, I don't think we got into that too much last time. The mom force... Uh, is one of the most powerful services we offer to our clients, and we like to use them as often as possible. It's our marketing think tank, and it's made up of a group of women who have extensive senior marketing experience and who are also moms. It's a, it's a group of thinkers we've been cultivating for many, many years. And what's truly unique about them is that they approach every project, every concern, every opportunity of our clients with a dual lens as a marketer and also as a mom. And as such, the the work they deliver is rooted in in two realities, what's real to moms and then also what's realistic for businesses. So it's not 
pie in the sky, but it's also it's rooted in business reality. And they work in many different ways. They can serve as an extension of our clients' marketing teams. They brainstorm new ideas. They react to concepts, advertising, other marketing materials, what, really whatever our clients need. And as such, they, they help our clients not only understand moms, but identify the best tactics for attracting, retaining, and growing them as their customers. Well, and it sounds like, as you said, a wonderful resource for your clients to have these influential women pretty much at their fingertips. But I know, too, yeah. there's kind of been this trend of companies sourcing those types of groups of women, uh, whether it be panels like mom advisory panels or other other formats, but basically procuring their own uh, women that they they you know reach out to for feedback on products and messaging and all those kinds of things. Talk a little bit, if you would, about the benefits of companies putting those types of panels together. Well, following up on what Blimo was just talking about, we're obviously big fans of mom advisory panels because we have been witnessing great results from companies leveraging our mom force. So. Speaking from experience here, these panels can be an incredibly helpful and powerful resource for companies who can use them, again, as, as Blima was saying, either as a think tank, so to help them come up with new ideas for products or services or different marketing tactics. So in this case, moms act like their think partner or brainstorm partner, or they can use them as a sounding board. So they can help them improve existing products or they can optimize ideas that companies already have in the pipeline by providing feedback on different concepts and marketing materials. The key in leveraging this resource is to engage a mom advisory panel early on. And as a result of this, companies can very effectively um, and efficiently optimize them, their mom marketing tactics rather than, say, finding out at the end of the process via a very expensive research that a product or messaging is amiss and then having to go potentially back to the drawing board. And I'm not saying here that companies should replace traditional market research, but they can save a lot of dollars and time by consulting with real moms along the way. So um, as Blima again was saying, their chances of coming up with a winning new product for mom or a promotion that will really drive mom to make a purchase or an advertising campaign that truly resonates where mom will be higher. And I, I should mention here sort of a great side benefit of engaging a mom advisory panel. Um, if you know These moms are also likely to become your brand advocates, particularly if you're engaging them, they feel you're listening to their feedback and improving your products and services. And this might, mean small, uh, this might seem small because sometimes these advisory panels uh, can only you know, be 10 to 15 moms. Often our clients will employ anywhere from 10, 15, 20 moms at a time for a project. But um, this can be very powerful. We know how much moms talk and how much they listen to each other. So by having a few become your brand advocates, you immediately get what we refer to as this instant mom multiplier effect, which is not to be underestimated. Vera, I'm curious though, are there some things that companies should consider before kind of diving into this? I mean, are there Absolutely. are there potential concerns that could arise by Absolutely. This kind of engagement? Yes, here's some things that we, we would, I think companies should keep in mind and we tell them as they consider assembling their you know, own mom advisory panel. First of all, we always advise companies to get an outside unbiased resource. Uh, many times we hear companies say, hey, we have some of our own mom employees that you know, serve this function, which of course is better than nothing, but there are several risks with this. And the most important one is that your mom employees work for your company, so they are biased 
even subconsciously, and they tend to be too close to your product and services, and they may be unrealistic or non-representative of the real world. The second thing is the companies need to make sure they have the right profile of their mom advisory panel, particularly in terms of the right stage of motherhood. We refer to this as uh, mom stages. And for some companies, this might be less important, but for some it is absolutely critical. Um, an example would be a baby food company needs moms of babies, toddlers, perhaps pregnant moms on their advisory panel. And I can share a quick real-life example. We uh, recently completed a project for a client that was targeting moms of college-age children. Uh, they happened to have actually some internal moms with very young children on the project, but they were smart. They quickly realized they needed perspective from moms at this very particular mom stage. So moms of children who are going to college or have just left for college have obviously very different drivers, motivation, stress points than, say, moms of very young children, etc. So very important to think carefully about demographics and also attitudinal composition of such an advisory panel. Another right. thing... Because, um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I was just going to say because not all moms are created equal, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's really tied to, again, stage you know, that they are. So moms of babies are very different than, like I was saying, moms of college-age children. Another thing um, is to make sure that members of your mom advisory panel are accessible to you when you need them. Now, this may sound a little funny, but companies need to think about how will they want to use them. Do you need access to them in person? Do you want them to come to your offices and brainstorm with you, etc.? Are you okay to do a virtual get-together with them? At uh, our company, Mom Focused Marketing, we actually often do what we call virtual assignments, and they work really well, particularly with busy moms. So this will also dictate the composition of your mom advisory panel. So does it need to be local? You know, do you need to be? Do you need them to be, or do you want them to be geographically dispersed, etc.? And then the last thing that I would mention, this is going back a little bit to my baby food example, is the maintenance of the mom advisory panel. Particularly if the nature of your business requires moms of very young children, or say a narrow age range. By nature of the matter, your panel members will be outgrowing the panel quickly as the children get older. So you will need to think about you know, how to replenish and secure new members all the time, which, of course, can require a lot of time and resources. So in such a case, for some companies, this might be okay. For, for the others, it might be easier to tap into uh, companies like us or somebody out there that has mom advisors on a standby and can pull out the right moms, uh, mom advisors from our extensive database. No, that makes perfect sense. It could be very time intensive to recruit and vet those moms. If you do tend to, as you said, have very specific needs for them, and, and then they kind of reach an expiration point, if you will. Absolutely. I could see where yeah. that, that could be really challenging. Um, you know, it was interesting. I was on your blog, which, by the way, if you're listening today, you're going to want to check it out. It's momfocusmarketing.com slash blog. And you had written uh, about how some marketers are suggesting that you actually not target moms as moms, but rather women. And I, I found that to be a really, well, frankly, odd thought. But also at the same time I thought, hmm, that, that could be a little bit controversial. What's your take on that? Yes, we, we do agree. It's certainly a controversial. So uh, to summarize, the, the main argument that we had been reading was that quite often there are products and services out there that have a mom label just slaps on them, even when they're really not offering anything specific to moms. One of the examples we saw was yoga pants for moms. So, so yoga pants, you know, are pretty much for women in general. And what, what's happening is 
we think that uh, businesses, brands are recognizing the huge consumer power of moms and they, you know, they want their share but don't really have anything special to offer to moms that are truly tailored to the needs of moms. So they just slap on you know, the, the mom label, yoga pants for moms, and they hope for the best. So unfortunately, at, you know, at the best, best case scenario, these types of tactics are just ignored by moms who see right through them. They know that that's not really a mom product, so they just push it aside. But worst, moms like those, some of the marketing moms who wrote some of these articles, they're offended. So in, in the yoga piece example, you know, is something happening to me? Is my body changing in such a way that I need a mom yoga pant? Probably not, but then they're building a dislike for this brand in particular. So, you know, we agree. It's a good point that if you're really not truly offering something that is unique to moms, please do not slap on a mom label. That's not going to work. However, moms really are too unique and too powerful of a consumer group to just say, no, you're right, just talk to all women together in general. So if, if the product or service is truly one that genuinely makes sense for a mom as the key shopper for her family, then fantastic marketing follows to really target mom and, and what she needs. And so we certainly cannot agree that we should advise businesses to stop marketing to moms. And, you know, recently there was a really interesting study published in Forbes, it was last month, around the neuroscience of marketing to moms. And so we like to say that now we have science on our side of, of marketing to moms. And the, the study really explained that moms' brains have actual distinct characteristics. So, uh, for example, like the support of multitasking. And one of the ones that they wrote about in this article that we found extremely interesting is the fact that moms' brains have something called a, have a much stronger mirror neuron system. So what that means is they're more likely than a typical consumer to mirror a situation that they see in marketing, to truly envision themselves in that scenario um, interacting with your product or service. And this has some real implications for marketers as, as you're designing the scenarios and your marketing materials. Is mom going to see herself in that situation, be happy seeing herself in that situation, and therefore want your product or service? So we we really uh, we find that science quite interesting, and it just supports what we've been saying to our clients all along, that moms really are unique. She needs to be understood. The right products and services need to be built for her and then marketed to her properly. So we, we, we do not agree that moms should just be marketed to as women. Excellent. Excellent point of view. <laughs> totally agree. And that Forbes article, fascinating, fascinating yes. stuff. And I it's great when you have uh, science fact information to support your proposition that you you believe you know uh, to the roots of your soul that yeah that that's absolutely right moms are different but it all comes back to just what we understand about marketing you really have to understand your target you cannot just um, market generically and expect that it's going to resonate and nor way back in the day when people started marketing to women just make it pink right and and right. hope that women pick up on it so there's all kinds of bad marketing moves out there we just don't want to repeat any of them and when i when i read that blog post i thought oh my gosh that's that's not that's not good so i'm glad you agree um, yeah. speaking of moms yeah when we come back i do want to pick up on png last time you were here we talked about 
their really successful Olympics campaign called Thank You, Mom. It's coming back. Want to get your take on that. So stick around. Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. For a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients, think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been chatting today with Vera Holroyd and Blima Brashad with Mom Focus Marketing. And Mom Focus Marketing is a consultancy focused, of course, on mom. And we've been talking a lot about um, really how you connect with mom as very unique individuals. Um, and some recent science that was that came out in Forbes last month around that, um, as well as just you know making sure that if you're going to engage mom advisory panels, that you do so in a way that makes sense for your brand. Um, and of course, you know you guys have a, a fabulous group of women called uh, Mom Force that's at the ready for companies as well. Um, we know P&G has had a lot of success with moms and specifically around their Olympics campaign called Thank You, Mom. We had a ton of fun last time talking about the success of that. We're, we're all fans of it. It always makes me cry. And they're going to come back again with this new Olympics, but with some new angles. So I'm just curious, what, what do you think about the new campaign? And um, what do you think that they're doing that's kind of different, a new take? on it, if you will. Sure. Well, as you know, like you, we're big fans of this campaign or platform, I should say, and we even wrote about it in our business blog last month. 
And just like you, Maria, I personally need a tissue box every time I watch one of the commercials. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But just as a reminder to your listeners, P&G started introducing this campaign back in 2010 during Olympic Games in Vancouver, where is one of the main corporate sponsors of the Games. They launched launched a campaign saying, P&G, proud sponsor of moms, in the air, series of very touching commercials with a tagline to their moms, there will always be kids, remember that? Um, and as we talked about this uh, last year, this caught our attention not just because of its focus on moms, but because of the specific angle here. While the whole world was focusing on the athletes, P&G focused on the fact that behind every athlete, uh, there is more likely than not a great mom. So we instantly became very fond of this campaign because it is an example uh, of leveraging some great insights and creating a deep emotional connection with moms who happen, of course, to be their number one target audience company-wide. And since then, this is now two years later, and we have London Olympic Games around the corner, P&G has done a couple of things. First of all, it's very evident that they have been evolving and perfecting the messaging. Uh, The new tagline for the ads uh, that we're seeing, and and one really every mom out there can identify with, is the hardest job in the world is also the best job in the world. You have probably seen it. And um, Mm -hmm. P&G greatly increased their investment behind this effort. This is truly now a global effort. It is spanning many, many countries. They're engaging um, many, many channels. In addition to advertising, there is a monumental in-store overlay. There is, um, of course, social media. I should mention that we're not the only ones who love this campaign. Uh, It seems to be an instant success, which we know for a fact, because it has gone viral in a very short period of time. There's uh, actually an article about this on Yahoo. And again, we applaud P&G for leveraging some great insights, particularly around something that every mom can identify with, not just those of elite athletes, which is doing whatever it takes to help your child succeed. I know, amazing. That app is new, of course, to this this uh, reboot, if you will, of Thank You, Mom, and and getting and getting the public involved is is brilliant, of course. And the timing, to your point, coming out right around Mother's Day, uh, right in advance of the Olympics, it's it's just really brilliant. But of course, it is because it's P and G, and they do this really, really well. <laughs> right. Uh, we wouldn't expect anything less, right? That's right. The bar's high. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I'm curious, what other companies have kind of caught your eye that you think are doing really great work in connecting with mom, very much like P&G? You know, it's really exciting. We, we see many companies out there in, uh, doing an increasingly great job in connecting with moms, and so we have many examples that fall in different categories. We just talked about P&G, so big company, strong tradition in marketing to moms, uh, uh, J&J is another one in this uh, category. They are experts in connecting with moms early on and fostering long-term relationship with her. You may remember their campaign, Having a Baby Changes Everything, um, which is a great example of uh, creating, again, deep emotional connection with mom, uh, empathy, authenticity, many similar elements here to P&G. And we also really like their current campaign spoken from her child's, her baby's perspective with a tagline, you're doing okay, mom. Uh, J&J is also very good at understanding and leveraging insights and nuances about various mom stages uh, that we talked about in before. And speaking of mom stages, 
Huggies and Pampers, the two big diaper competitors, are very good at this too. They're also great, uh, a great example of companies establishing themselves as a trusted resource for moms, which is another great way of connecting with her, and also at fostering mom communities. This is particularly important here in early stages of motherhood when there's so many questions. Moms are so hungry for information, for advice. Uh, there's a lot of also insecurities. Slightly different example are Crayola or Lego. Uh, both of these companies are great at marketing to moms by creating products that kids want and moms want for them to foster creativity, imagination, problem solving, etc. And both of these companies are very good at offering products across many different ages and constantly evolving and staying fresh with their product lines, messaging, and promotions. So both of them are a great example of marketing to moms by empowering their children. Of course, we're talking about a little bit older children here so they have a bigger role in purchase decision in addition to moms. So some of these examples were companies that I would describe as traditional marketers to mom, but it's very encouraging to see some others as well. Um, we just talked about this actually in our practice the other day. Gap or um, Land's End um, are both companies that we wouldn't necessarily list as traditionally great marketers to moms. Uh, they obviously have products for moms and their children, and, but they have a broad consumer base. But we have been noticing that they're both getting smarter at connecting with moms. So uh, instead of offering, for example, just 20% off, we see a lot more targeted insight-driven messaging to moms, leveraging the way mom thinks about shopping. So, for example, here's the one thing I need. It's all about you know, putting together a summer bag or shorts or things for your child will need for camp. So it's about anticipating her current need. Another example that I have is uh, from truly non-traditional uh, mom uh, marketing industry, the car industry. And, uh, you know, they were uh, traditionally very slow at recognizing that mom is the key driver, pun intended here, of family car purchase decisions, uh, but they have come a really long way. A while back, uh, we actually wrote about Nissan Quest, but there are uh, other very good examples out there. Nissan Quest, for example, not only designed a product that addresses many, many mom stress points, but they also came up with some great messaging that we were very impressed with, um, and then also great channels they're employed to get their message uh, across. We saw some great tactics on social media. We saw their ads on American Greetings.com, obviously popular e-card sites for moms, so, you know, very smart of them. So um, we were very impressed, very targeted, mom-friendly product, meaningful messaging, and very smart and creative choice of communication channels. And the last thing I would say is we, we often, when we get this question, we always talk about big brands that get, you know, most of the time all, all the attention. But some tactics of mid-sized local brands and businesses are also really impressing us and, and Often they give big brands, we think, something to think about. I know Blima is very passionate about clear-cut meals and Fresh Direct as two companies she personally uses. Yeah, so as Vera was saying, while, while they're smaller, they're doing some very, very smart things. Fresh Direct is, a, is an online grocery delivery service in New York, New Jersey, and um, Connecticut, I believe. And it's interesting, we talk about engagement so much and engaging moms online, and especially with social media, that it's not enough just to have a presence, but what are you really delivering and um, how are you really engaging her? And what I've noticed that they've been doing lately is these very short-term, very valuable promotion codes. So you can 
save a, a very large percentage off of one specific item, and clearly the manufacturer is involved in this, so it probably has a very low cost to Fresh Direct, and it is keeping um, their customers engaged. And it's it's very it's always it's something that you know your children want, you know you you can use for dinner the next day. So it's it's very it's very rich. It's really paying off, and it is keeping people very engaged in their website. And the other example, Clear Cut Meals, that Vera mentioned, is. Uh, an, another local business that delivers ready-to-cook dinner kit. And they've been doing a lot of same-day marketing, raising an issue and solving that issue for you. So it is a miserable, rainy day. Yes, it is. You have my attention. Wouldn't soup be great for dinner? And that's it. Problem raised, addressed. You have mom's attention, and you have the solution to her problem, and it's all delivered within the same day. So these are just two smaller examples of really getting mom's attention and keeping her engaged with your brand and solving problems for her. Yeah, it doesn't really matter your size, right? You can be small, mid-sized company, or you can be an enormous global uh, corporation and still you can find really creative, savvy ways to engage with her. I think those are great examples. Thank you both so much for those. And we only have a few minutes left, but I, I want to make sure that I ask this last question. You know, we're already basically halfway through 2012. I do not know where this year has gone. And as you look at the back half of the year and into early 2013, I'm just curious, what are you seeing as trends in the mom space that you feel like marketers listening in today might be able to, to take advantage of or at least keep their eye on? Well, a lot of trends we're seeing and monitoring are actually not new. They have been present for a while, but they do keep evolving, and they're taking on new dimensions. So the first one we have to mention is moms and mobile. And I know there has been so much said about this topic already, but mobile will only continue to influence mom's purchase decision in bigger and bigger ways. I saw a quote I really liked the other day that said, moms see mobile as their command center and a remote control for managing life. And of course, in terms of shopping, mobile is mom's best friend, allowing her to compare prices, availability, discuss purchases with friends, check nutritional facts, download coupons, and the list goes on and on. And there are two obvious uh, implications here. Marketers need to make sure they're a part of this. This might uh, seem funny, but I'm saying it because uh, we're noticing a lot of companies coming kind of uh, you know, late to the party here. And the second implication is that the makers of mobile devices have a great opportunity with moms by communicating what is the value, what, is, what are solutions that they, they bring to them. Of course, we have to mention social media, but again, it's more about how it is evolving, what is new about existing platforms, and what are some of the new opportunities on the horizon. Um, I remember last time we talked to you, we spoke specifically about engaging moms on Facebook. This year, there has been a lot of talk about the relative newcomer Pinterest because it attracts such a large number of moms, and there are a lot of brands just now getting their feet wet with this platform. There's a lot of trial and error, and companies are trying to figure out how to use it or how to best take advantage of it. Uh, as part of social media, video will continue to be an important component in connecting with moms. And I don't mean just platforms such as YouTube and iTunes, but just generally leveraging video as an opportunity for marketers to either get on her radar screen or to connect with her and kind of stay, stay connected with her. So social media, obviously, an extremely dynamic topic, and we're always observing and thinking about 
new ways and new opportunities for our clients. Another trend, another topic that I have to mention is green. And some sources actually quote this as top mom trend for 2012 as moms are more and more environmentally conscious. And it's not about uh, buying organics anymore. This is taking on new dimensions for moms such as, um, say, increasing use for reusable items or looking for sustainably produced foods. So the green trend for sure is here to stay. Uh, we just read an article on Media Post the other day that introduced the term of uh, moms and families going light green, uh, meaning adopting new habits to be healthier and more eco-conscious, but what works for their life, within what works for their life, their families, and, and their budget. So this new term of light green, I think we'll be seeing more of that in the future. The next thing um, that I'd like to mention is customer service. This is actually one I personally have a lot of passion for. This is another example of evolution and kind of taking on new dimension. For today's uh, savvy and demanding mom audience, customer service uh, is, is taking on a, a new and a critical role. It is not about uh, how a company handles returns anymore. Moms want to know companies are listening to her feedback. Uh, they want to know they're paying attention to her. They want a dialogue, so you know they want companies responding to them. It is also things like providing the right product information. This is very timely. We've all been reading about Nutella and, and Kashi. Both of them are in, in a hot seat right now. It is about things like responding to fans on social media, whether it's compliments or uh, complaints. It is about social responsibility, anything from sustainability and, and cost support. So very important topic that I think we will see more um, in the future. And then the very last thing uh, that I want to mention is don't forget the dads. Now, this might sound funny because we're sitting here talking about marketing to moms, but there has been a lot of discussion out there about today's dads becoming a bigger influencer on purchase decisions. And, of course, this is partially driven by economy and more stay-at-home dads, but also uh, by the fact that modern dads seem to be more engaged. They, they tend to like sharing responsibility for children and family. And companies that forget that fact can be punished quickly. We very recently witnessed a huge backlash that Huggies, uh, we just talked mm -hmm. about them in a different context, received when they launched a series of ads portraying the stereotypical dad who falls apart when mom leaves the house and, you know, he's left alone with the kids. Ragu Sauce is another example of, of that. Uh, they, they were a source of a lot of rage, um, particularly on social media. So bottom line, mom is still the CHO, as we like to refer to her, the chief household officer, but our advice is to target moms and go a step further and look for ways to bring in the father purchaser as well. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Great, great trends. Thank you so much for sharing. I wish we had even more time. Vera and Belima, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Great insights. Thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you and for everyone listening today who want to know more about what Vera and Belima are doing, check out Mom Focus Marketing site at momfocusmarketing.com. Thank you to George, my producer. Always a pleasure. And Please join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, though, make it a great one.